Welcome everyone to a Mexican and a redneck follow the world. We're your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today we'll be discussing unplugging your children from technology. You got to do it. I just unplugged right there. Did you hear that? I heard it. You heard heard the silence? That was it. I unplugged from technology. It felt great. So free. So free. You're unplugged now. (laughs) You are off the grid. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be nice to actually be off the grid, Ben? It's just like, you know, just you in the middle of nowhere with two sticks and a jug of water, and that's it. You're really (laughs) starting at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) It's like be just naked and afraid. That's it. That's it. That's (laughs) how I wake up every morning. (laughs) Naked and afraid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, when I sleep naked, I feel empowered. I'm like, man, naked and empowered. That naked would be and empowered. Show. That that's my hey. You know, it's just uh, I'm able to see things that I normally can't see, and I'm like, it reminds me just how powerful I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that. Unplugging your children from technology. All right. So so we did an episode um, talking about us adults unplugging from technology, and this is kind of the uh, continuation of that. Uh, if you will, a uh, a sequel, if you will, part two, part two, <laughs> and so you know, someone asked me, you know, you sh- you know, why don't you do an episode about unplugging children from technology, like getting getting them disconnected from their dependency on it? And I was like, oh, that's a really good idea, because that's a really real and scary thing in this world, and and before you can start this process with your children. If you have an addiction, you got to break your addiction first, you know, because otherwise you're being a hypocrite and the child will think you're punishing them for being just like you. So you don't need to be weak. You need to stand up for your family. Um, but we'll get right into it. You know, technology is a tool. And you and I were discussing earlier how we're of that last generation where we kind of see technology as a tool, not a vice. And for the most part, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it can become a vice, and it has for some. Well, for we sure. we grew up in that generation where we didn't have the technology that we have now. The kids have to be to be able to be at home and be entertained. You know, um, especially I remember it was my cousins who had the Sega Genesis, the Nintendo, which we couldn't afford. And my parents were like, "We're not gonna buy you that. There's plenty of outside. Go play outside. Get you a stick and a rock." You should play hours with a stick and a rock. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that, And you just found a way to entertain yourself. You know, it's like you you weren't, I don't really remember being bored a whole lot because we would just find something to do. I don't know if you remember that. But now that's one thing I hear with my kids, like, oh, I'm bored. And I'm like, well, go play outside, do something. You know, it's almost like boredom is a great thing to have because it causes your brain to think and have creative thought. Do something. It's just like, well, can I go play with your tools? Like, no, you can't play with my tools. <laughs> Use your imagination. You're your not kids ready for ask to play with your tools. Yeah, they asked to play with my That's power nice. tools. They like, yeah, yeah, all this. She's like, can I build something? I was like, yeah, we'll build something together. We're not, you know, but you're not quite there yet. And it's not her. It's just the little ones because then my three year old. He's gonna. He wants to build stuff too, and I'm like, okay, it's not. It's not quite there yet, but you know, we'll we'll get there. But, um, so, but that's a great thing, man. I, you know, it's like a. I know you're 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 giving that opening statement as far as the, 
it's not being a hypocrite, but I think about that. Like how many of us parents nowadays, how many of us have actually become hypocrites because we're telling our kids like, Hey, don't play so much. Or are you putting these limits on it? But I'm like, are you putting limits on yourself? And it's like, are your, your kids will are great imitators. And if they're doing something, you got to have the hard question. Are they actually imitating me? Is that, the, are they doing that because they see me doing that all the time? Do they associate that piece of technology with like entertainment because I'm being entertained by it all the time? And that's a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, it, it's a hard reality to follow because you're like, well, I'm not playing on my phone. I'm just checking my email and this one account. I had a message I had to respond to on Facebook and I've just got to look up one other thing about my stocks and then I got to read this newsletter and then I'll be done with my technology. And it's like, well, it, but they just see you on the phone yeah, or the computer mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're like, how is your thing different from my thing, dad? You know, it, it, I, I'm just being like you. And, and, and you know, it's... and. You know, technology, it's been a great tool for me for work, for learning, for connecting. But I've had to learn the hard way the difference between connecting and socializing. Yeah. You know, learning, yeah, okay, you need it for learning. And we use ours for our children for learning. They need to know how to use computers. Um, and, and I tell them, hey, look, when I'm standing right here at this desk looking at these screens, I am at work. This is what work looks like for me now. Mm-hmm. But... But there, there's a difference between connecting and socializing. You know, that's the that's one of the great things about technology, Ben. I think in a, in a way, it ge- it has given us so much time back, but yet at the same time, it robs robs us of our time. Like you said, you know, like I think we're both very privileged because we're able to actually work from home, and then, you know, not having that drive time to go to work, which you know, it can be a good thing, bad thing. I don't know. Some, you know, it's like that's. Sometimes I miss that as far as having the quiet time. But then again, I was, I'm thinking like, um, I remember as a kid when my dad and I, we would go on a drive and you're able to just go on a drive because you didn't have a technology. You didn't have a GPS telling you where to go. You were just driving, you know, and there was something nice about that. And now it's like, you know, you, you can never really escape, but just having that balance of utilizing technology for its benefit hey, I'm able to work from home, so my eight-hour day is actually an eight-hour day, not eight hours plus commute. So then that commute time now becomes family time. But are we actually using that for our benefit? And then are we actually teaching that to our kids? Because I think it really goes back to that principle as far as, I love what you said right there, as far as like, you got to look at yourself as like, are they imitating you? Or have they picked the bad habits from you in the past? And now you got to help them break that bad habit because you've broken the bad habit and kind of reinforce that. as like, Hey, I know you saw me doing this, but now I've changed and I need you to change along with me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and there, you know, there's connecting is good and you're going to have to figure this out on your own, but connecting and socializing online, you know, you can send a message, Hey, you want to meet for dinner at five? Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. You know, quick text or getting online and be like, Hey, going to meet the group at such and such place at such and such time. Look forward to seeing y'all. And everyone's like, Oh, I'll be there. Oh, I won't make it. You know? Okay. That's connecting. But then there's that spending X amount of time on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. And you're just completely checking out on these social media things. And you're you're just socializing and and the only positive reinforcement is now your phone and your children are doing this you know this this little device is their safe place yeah not other people which yeah. is, 
which some people are a threat, and you've got to treat them as such, but not everybody. And there are some people who can be a great comfort, but if your child's only interacting with this little phone, this little computer screen, it's your, your child's just completely being robbed of of that human-to-human connection that's so important in their development stages. Man, to me, that is so important. And I find myself, like, we were talking a little bit about this before the pod, off 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 air um, for the podcast as far as actual connection. And I try to be very intentional as far as connecting. If I'm talking to somebody, you know, I don't like to text. I'll text. You've experienced this. You know, my texts are very, very uh, short and, and to the point. If I have something long to say, I'm going to call you and, and, and speak to you. And, you know, one thing that I feel that technology has robbed us of that connection, of that human connection, because we have we have the ability to know so much about the person, but not actually know the person. I can go online and find out things about you that, you you know, I, I'll come back to the next. Like, how do you know? Like, oh, I looked you up online, but I don't actually know you, you know. Oh, yeah. And, it, and, and to me, that's there's there, there's this false sense of uh, connection where you think you know somebody, but you know their digital image, but you don't actually know the physical person or the heart of that person. And I think that heart-to-heart connection, man, it's 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 crucial, and we need it. We need, Our kids need to learn how to have that. Intentional connections, not just informational connections. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally <laughs> agree. And as parents, you know, we, we should fear the, the future dependency on technology, I, I'm, I'm I'm afraid of Elon Musk. I'm just going to say it, and and you should fear that dependency <laughs> more than the convenience it brings to your life right now. You know how many kids you're like, oh, just go watch TV. Oh, go play on your cell phone. Oh, go, you know, do this because you're whining and I don't want to hear it. It's like no, 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 no. You can't just let them watch TV. It, it's going to create a dependency. You can't just let them play on the phone or stay on for however because you're tired of their crying make them learn to behave make them use their imagination like you said it, Man, it will strengthen them there's there's my wife and i've been going through some a little bit of a challenging times and as far as uh and i find myself during these we've had some times where we've had to put the kids in front of the tv and let them watch a movie let them you know just kind of like her and i are having to deal with some things and then just talking about this uh, subject really, it really makes me realize is like, you know, when you are going through hard times, if you are putting your child in front of a screen, they're going to find comfort in that screen. So whenever they grow up and start going through hard times, their uh, go to is going to be the screen, oh. not other people. And so I find myself thinking, I'm like, man, I got to be intentional. If I put them in front of the screen to deal with the issue, I have to go in front of them and 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 let them experience the issue, not just block it away to where TV becomes a safe space. Because I can speak from personal experience. TV was very much a safe space for me. My household was so broken and so chaotic. And I remember... Uh, there were some TV shows that really, really helped me out. 
as far as like family matters um home improvement you remember oh, those man. shows yes they were there were those my language. they were those good wholesome family shows you look back now they were wholesome but now you know and it's like everyone loved carl winslow but there was comfort in yeah. that you know it's like my house is broken my parents are broken but man i can run to this thing here and i look back uh but now it's like you know the technology is different you know and it's and it's um it's not you're not watching a make-believe family. Now the fear is, or the concern might be, that there might be somebody on the other end that may be coming across as a safe person to your child, but in reality, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing, and they may be grooming your child and you know, bringing, bringing that quote-unquote comfort only to bring harm to them down the line. So, anyways, tangent, rabbit trail, but good, I just... No, good, applicable, not even a tangent, not a rabbit trail this time. Totally applicable. <laughs> it was, and, and it's real. And I mean, I've, we've been guilty of that too. You know, sit them in front of the TV because we need a break. Yeah. Or, yeah, here, watch my phone. I need to go do something. But even in that, I'm still like, okay, what video are you watching exactly? What, what, what show are you watching on TV? What thing are you doing? I'm still trying to keep a thumb on it. Because like you said, you don't know who's grooming your child for something really bad down the road, you know. And and what I'm seeing with children is is a loss of their childhood. Like they're being exposed to so much with these phones through social media apps or even children's type stuff. Now, we kind of have to keep an eye on it when we watch certain children's channels. It's like, oh, uh, we don't agree with that. Yeah, that's too much. Man. Have you ever had a conversation with a kid that's been exposed to the world way too much at a young age? Oh, and it's, it's horrifying. Like, it's horrifying. I mean, I've experienced it when, you know, it's like, and you start talking to them, it's like, how do you know that? You shouldn't know that. Why do you know that? What happened to you? And then, you know, you watch them grow up and like, holy crap, no wonder you're so screwed up. And it's like, it it's that, that filth. It, it just, you're, you, you become polluted, you know, and that innocence that man, that innocence, it's, it's, it's so important to fight for. And I think as parents, um, that's one of our biggest responsibilities yes. is to fight for the innocence of our children. Cause to me, that is that man, that is crucial, um, for a child to grow up childlike and become an adult when he's ready to become an adult. It's so crucial, but there's, go back again personal experience there was things that i was exposed to that i should have never been exposed to that caused me to become callous hard and um just just not you know uh, an older person in a young man's body you're thinking things that i shouldn't have been thinking at at at, at, at a young age you know and it's it, it's 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 terrifying and I hate, I hate that, that, you know, some kids have to go that, go that route, but it, man, it, it goes back to that personal responsibility that we, we keep on talking about as far as, you know, are we, are we create, are we setting an example with technology and actually teaching our kids, Hey, this is a tool, you know, cause it's, uh, it's one of those things that we, um, we just get so wrapped around it, but you know, kind of like imagine if I was walking around with a hammer all the time, just staring at it, looking at it, it's like, Oh, this is a beautiful but it's like, you know, people be like, man, that's just weird. But they, we do that with our phones and, but everybody does it. So everybody thinks it's normal. Right. We've all mm -hmm. accepted the weird thing. I'm going to start doing that. Just, just carry a saw. Like, oh, just, I just like to stare at it. Just, sometimes I just, well, but I'll just look at it, see if there's any new, love new saw. writing on it or something. <laughs> just, just love this saw. It's just the best saw I've ever seen. Carry it wherever I go. 
Yeah, people would think you're nuts. I'm like, why are you doing that? You're like, oh, I'm a carpenter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I guess he relaxed his job. But, but no, I mean, the kids are being robbed of, of their childhood, that innocence. And like you, you said it so well, it needs to be fought for. It's something worth trying to maintain as long as possible. Because what happens when you're exposed to all that filth and junk and, and just horrible things, whatever it may be, it, the kid basically grows up confused. And if they make the choice to change in their 20s or 30s or 40s or whatever, they're going to have to undo a lot of bad decisions, a lot of confusion and bad thoughts and start redirecting their thoughts and redoing their thoughts. And in the time you know, that they're doing that, who knows what world they've created around them mm-hmm. where maybe they've gotten into a marriage that's completely unhealthy and they absolutely hate it. And now they feel stuck and they don't know, you know, do I divorce? Do I stay with this person and hope that they'll change? You know, that maybe they've got kids and they're completely ruined and now they're teenagers and they didn't realize that they were confused until they see these kids. And they're like, crap, I've already ruined these kids too. And I'm ruined. And you know, and so it's just this whole process where as parents, we got to stomp on it now. We got to stand up and do the hard thing, fight for our families. It's not called a fight because it's easy. You know, good things are hard and the hard stuff usually makes us better, but you've got to fight for it. And, and, you know, the way to combat a lot of this is to spend time with your kids. Mm -hmm. That positive social interaction with their parents. Mm hmm. That's going to make the difference when you're not on your phone, when you're not on your computer, when you're not watching TV, but you're kicking the soccer ball. You're, you're, you know, spraying them with the water hose when it's hot, you know, and just playing a game outside. I I was drawing with chalks and playing board games with my kids this afternoon. Man, it comes back to that, that uh, what we talked about initially, as far as technology being either such a great tool, like we live in an age where we can be so productive with such a small amount of time, where before, you know, you had to drive somewhere, you had to meet somebody, you had to, you know, all this planning, but now we live in a society like, you know, it's like you and I, we could actually probably do this a lot better, but we like the interaction. We like the sitting across from each other and, and, and then, you know, being that, that connection. And I think as far as even with us doing this podcast, Ben, our family see that as like, man, my dad, when he hangs out with uncle Ben or, or when uncle Ben hangs out with uncle Juan, it's like, he comes about, he, he sometimes a little bit better, but you know, it's, it, he, he's always, he, he comes back excited. You know, there's something that it, it, it yeah. enriches him. So there's that we are, we are showing our kids the importance of that connection, that, that human interaction, uh, but then you got to spend that time with them. And I find myself with, with me, this is something, a personal challenge for myself, use, use a lot, utilizing technology better to be more organized so that my downtime is not filled with technology, but my downtime is filled with mer- quality time with my kids, building those memories that are going to look back and be like, man, that was, that was a great day. Right. And I had this thought, we have show notes for those of you that don't know. Um, that we keep in front of us when we record, but I'm going to spring this on one. Your child should be able to share in the technology you're using. So that means it's calling you to a higher standard of not looking at filth, mm-hmm. not looking at trash. If, if, you're, if, if you want to check out and watch TV, it needs to be child-friendly. Yeah. If you want to check out and watch a movie, 
let's let's focus on a family movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or or music or whatever. And and you need to make technology positive because daddy was there, not because they had fun looking at something on their phone. And even if they do have a phone, you're like, well, I can't take my phone away from my kid. Fine. Sit with your kid and look through their feed with them. Talk to them about what they're seeing. Tell them why it's good. Tell them why it's bad. Laugh with them about a YouTube video they like. You know, I, I'm not asking you just to yank your phone away from your kid and say, oh, you can't have it anymore. I'm asking you to, to make a positive interaction with your child. And maybe technology needs to be the crutch, but but you got to make the human interaction more positive than the phone interaction. They can't see it as a way to escape. It's going, it it is really going to hurt some people in the future. There are going to be some really confused and broken people that won't be able to function. You know, the, the, my, one of my biggest fears, Ben, and not necessarily a fear, but just biggest concern is, is that you and I, we grew up in a era where technology wasn't as prevalent as it is today. So there's things that we did that people will never know about. And uh, thank God. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a really but good man, thing. this generation is like, if once it's online, it's online and somebody's going to find it. And yeah. then you might be sitting there across from that, your boss and be like, Oh, you're that kid that did this to my son. When, Here, I got the video. You, 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 you know, it's like, you never know. It's going to come, come, it's going to come and bite you. Um, but man, mining your P's and Q's and what you said, as far as like technology should not be a cause of fear. When your child goes to grab your iPad, your phone, you shouldn't fear. You shouldn't have a fear in your heart of like, Oh crap, what are they going to see? There shouldn't be any of that. No. If they pick up your phone, it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you give my phone back? There's no like, but if there is that man, you really got to check yourself. Yes. Yes. Maybe, maybe get a basic phone. Maybe get a basic phone if you can't handle the big boy phones. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> With that being said, we want to thank you all for listening to a Mexican and redneck father of the world. We love you and we're proud of you.